know you want, but don't get between me and the bloodline. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Fuck it. Fuck it, we'll do a live. Fuck it. Yeah, so Jenny's been sick and I've been sick and Dennis is just being all I'm, sick. I'm sick as hell, baby. I'm sick as hell. Really? <laughs> You're sick too? I'm sick in the cool way. Are you talking like like Vic- yo? That TV show is sick, man. So that your car t- is sick. So you're talking Dennis like black and Asian is sick. So you're talking like Vic Fontaine talked to the people on yeah. the new episode that he was speaking in a slang that they quite didn't understand. Yeah. So you're speaking in a terms that people don't use anymore because I haven't heard anybody use that term in a long. Man, that's sick, bro. Yeah, and now everything's fire. Is it yeah. fire? Fire. Oh, it's fire. So nobody says like, "Oh, that's cool." I think that that just never goes out of style. That's (laughs) like a classic. (laughs) Maybe I'm just saying that because I'm old. (laughs) Maybe, maybe we're just old. Are we not with it anymore? Mm -mm. We're not hip. We're not with it. (laughs) (laughs) No, Dennis. It is the young people who are wrong. (laughs) (laughs) To quote one of my favorite Simpsons memes. Um, Get off my lawn. Yeah. Um, No, we're great. Great. Uh, somebody had a Star Trek question, and I totally forgot, but whatever. Are you guys excited? Picard is next week. Are you guys excited? Is it next week? Next yeah. Thursday. Are you guys actually going to watch the premiere, or are you going to like wait it out? Uh, I don't know. It depends. It just depends on what's going on. I've I'm going to try to watch the, this. I've already got CDS All Access, so I will watch it. So you're going to watch it live? I watch it live. Oh, wait, it's on CBS, right? Yeah, it's, well, no, it's on CBS All Access. I thought the first episode was coming out on broadcast. Is it? Are they trying to get you that way like they did with Discovery? I think so. They may be. That's oh, a good plan, to, though, honestly. That's a check. Dennis, are you on that? I'm looking. Look, look, computer, Google machine. <laughs> I've heard the first, somebody said they saw the first three episodes at like a convention or something, and it was amazing. And they were like, just whatever your expectations are, ignore that and just go into it, you know, go into it fresh. See, it's weird because <laughs> speaking as a huge Star Trek fan, I, I honestly have no expectations. Right. Like, my I expectation is that it's going to be amazing. So my, my expectation, like as the. But, that's an expectation. That's an expectation. <laughs> but I'm saying like, as like the plot for the story and all that other jazz, like I have no concept of it i'm just gonna go in blind and see what happens like right. i don't i haven't watched a bunch of trailers i haven't like read a bunch of like spoilers online or fan theories or any of that yeah. shit like i'm just gonna watch the show and see what happens i don't do that with anything and i think people ruin stuff for themselves by doing that because mm-hmm. then they they see like all the uh how the sausage is made and it turns them off to stuff because they're like oh they they fired the original you know show writer or showrunner and hired somebody else and blah 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 stuff doesn't matter just watch what happens you know yeah. you what can never they... it's like i saw a story or an article about um oh the original script for rise of skywalker was really good but blah, blah. it's like 
you don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, you don't know how that was going to turn out. Just quit trying to ruin stuff for yourself. People still would have complained about it. Yeah. And I mean, I the think, same thing with Picard. Like, people are, have set all these expectations for it. And, you know, like with um, uh, 2009 Star Trek movie, when there were rewrites and stuff like that and reshoots and all that kind of stuff, people just get in their head about all that garbage and refuse to like something because of it instead of just watching it cash grab cash grab but i also think two people set their own this is what i think should happen and then they can't deviate from that plot in their own head and then when the thing on screen doesn't match well well i totally think then it's just then you're just gonna ruin it anyway then you're gonna hate whatever happens because it's not your idea Mm mm-hmm which I know everybody thinks their ideas are the best ever. Well, you know what? If you think your ideas are so fucking good, you go write a fucking yeah. movie or a script or something. Go get a trillion, trillion dollars, get the rights to whatever it is that you want, create a studio, hire all the people to be that, in it. And then Dennis, you don't, have to, you don't have to do that. Just change a couple names and make your own fucking universe, man. That's what, that's what Lucas did with uh, Star Wars. He wanted to do Flash Gordon. And he just kind of flipped a few things around and did, did a couple of things and threw in a space wizard and voila. Or like uh, Thanos <laughs> is actually dark side. Like the whole new gods thing. Yes. Really lifted off a DC comic. Yeah, which is a really great story because I guess initially the guy who created Thanos, who I should, I should know this, I should know his name. Um, but basically everybody at Marvel knew what he was doing. And, and I guess he was copying a different new god. And somebody's like, well, if you're going to steal the new gods, you might as well steal Thanos or uh, Darkseid because he's the best one. And they're like, oh, okay. So they just basically... <laughs> yeah, because yeah, all, the, all the titans are basically ripoffs of the DC new gods. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, you, but, you know, he's, he's like, you, yeah, you might as well just do the best one because <laughs> that's how Thanos was born. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Squadron so. Supreme. Squadron Supreme is basically a Justice League. Yeah. So, I mean, that's how it works. Create your own shit. Stop fucking, stop fucking Dick Watchmen riding. based off of uh, Justice League 2, loosely. So, and this episode of Deep Space Nine is brought to you by, I don't fuck if I know. I've been listening to entirely too many podcasts with sponsors, and I feel like that would have been a good time for a sponsor. Squarespace. Squarespace. That's always a safe one. Go to squarespace.com and type in the promo code, go fuck Boat yourself. <laughs> Two dick Klingons for- I would like to think that our promo code, if we ever had one for anything, would be police house. Police house? Yeah. I like it. Police house, or I'd say police house, two dick Klingons, uh, maybe fucking space geese. <laughs> I don't think we can do space skis, though. <laughs> that episode never got produced. Nobody ever heard it. We lost Jenny that episode. Know what we're talking about. That's the the golden Dork Trek episode where we talked for like forty five minutes about karate outfits. Yeah, we were looking up online <laughs> about making a seeing room. how much it could cost to actually buy a gi. <laughs> Star Trek colors. Yeah, it was really great, but alas, I don't even remember what episode that. that I don't even remember what episode that was about. It was a TNG episode. I remember that because Manny was doing it. Yeah. I wonder if it Manny... Was, will... It was shortly after Police House. Okay. But yeah, um, Deep Space Nine's almost over. I came to that realization today. We're almost done with it. Yeah. 
Somebody was asking me about that like yesterday, I think, because they were telling me that like Voyager is their favorite series. And I was like, number one, you're fucking crazy. Uh, <laughs> you need to go watch DS9 and see what some real, real Star Trek's about. Fucking nerd. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like, you know, you know, we're almost there. I said, we've only got like one season left. He was like, oh yeah, you got to start watching it. And I'm like, I'm going to get there in like two months. It's not that far away. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to Voyager soon enough, unfortunately. You know what's funny is we always we're always starting these series at or around their twenty fifth anniversary. Like when we started um, TNG, I think that year was the twenty fifth anniversary. Of really? TNG. When we started hmm. DS nine, it was the twenty fifth anniversary, and this year is the twenty fifth anniversary of Voyager. It's all the master plan. Yeah. We probably will even start Voyager podcasting when Voyager launches because I'm sure it was in like August. So if we plan it out meticulously. Which we always do. I mean, that's how we do. I mean, look how, look how far it's gotten us this time, Dennis. It's all part of the plan. All part of the mess. Thinking of a master plan. But yes, so this episode is called His Way. It's the 20th episode of the sixth season of Star Trek. Deep Space No. I don't know what it is, but I have a, I have a soft spot for this episode. I don't know why. Yeah. It's yeah, you know what? I like I actually wanted to hate this episode. I guess I'm just skipping ahead to like my review of it, but I wanted yeah. to hate it. I did. Hated, <laughs> hated it for us. All right. Okay, that's there, there, there I will say there are things that I hate about the episode. But I find the character of Vic Fontaine uh very very comforting and very fun and familiar. You know what's and funny He's about like this? a cool grandpa or something. Yeah. So I was watching this and I stopped it at 20 minutes and 34 seconds. And I was like, is this all they're doing in this episode? <laughs> it's just a classic holiday episode. It's like a rom-com, dude. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. no B story. No. It's this all is just, it. Ugh. And this I, is I've it. made it clear several times. <laughs> Dennis said, ugh. <laughs> I, I, I'm not a fan of this Odo and Kira Oh right. no no no! Yeah, I, I'll completely agree with you there. And just to like, get bashed over head again yes, with it. Yes, yes. Just, uh, That's why much. I wanted to hate it because, like, I've never bought the Odo and Kira fan fiction or whatever they're trying to force us into. That's what it like, feels from like. The beginning, it feels yeah. like fans were watching and and said, "Oh, they should hook up." Blah blah blah. Do you know what Odo needs? Odo needs a girlfriend. Like, no, he doesn't. He's a weird fucking liquid alien who can yeah. more than make... that. Kira needs a man. Yeah, Ki she can't be successful on her own. But the thing is, if Kira needs a man, she needs a fucking real man, like Chaka. You know? Yeah, not like some liquid dude. But yeah, like Kira's perfectly fine on her own. I, it, I think to some extent they've kind of neutered her in the past couples. Like I want to say maybe the sixth season where at points she was like a total fucking Che Guevara badass killing machine, and I, recently I feel like she's very much like. Yeah, sure, guys. Now that there's actually a war, she's kind of like, <laughs> not really into it. She's still mad at her mom, though. Yeah. yeah. My mom's still a fucking whore, though. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> she's turned into, like, a catty bitch, as opposed to being, like, a fucking killing machine, which is what we all want her to be. Right. You know? Like, where yeah, is she? How come she's great. not out plotting and planning this war she's a goddamn revolutionary well i mean she's a yeah she's a terrorist so it would be great yeah. if they sent her on some of these Dennis, missions Dennis, like when Dennis, they sent o'brien revolutionary 
Come on. Uh, Freedom fighter. <laughs> Freedom fighter. She's a terrorist. <laughs> but when they sent O'Brien to infiltrate <laughs> She's the not criminal Brian. network, why didn't they send Kira to do it? She knows how to Yeah. Like she would have the perfect cover for that. Maybe because they would suspect her because she's got a she's got a past. Maybe they don't maybe they don't trust her because they think she could be fighting for the other side or something. Like, you know what? I don't know about this Narice lady. You know what? I heard her mom bangs Cardassians. (laughs) (laughs) I bet she bangs Cardassians too. Cardi lover. (laughs) Give her some extra food, you'll see what she does. Yeah, right. (laughs) Give her a fucking box of gruel and I bet she'll blow everybody here. Suck my dick for some ramen noodles. Both of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's a bitch. But yeah, I don't really like. like, That's that's what I'm saying though. But I like the episode. Like the whole premise of it is is just dumb. Like the fact terrible. The fact that Julian hangs out in the holodeck and listens to music from 400 years ago is just completely preposterous. No, that actually makes sense to me. Like, Does he it? seems like, yeah, he seems like the kind of loser that would be like, I'm really into this shit from like 400 years ago. Yeah, I'm going to program the most realistic. Like, he basically programmed somebody that's as smart as Moriarty in the TNG episode. Exactly. And that's what I was thinking. I was like, you know, <laughs> the hollow suites are obviously better technology than the hollow decks because this is the type of character that would try to take over the station if this was, or the Enterprise, if they created something like this on. Right. From the holodeck, it would definitely be uh, a threat. Yeah, to but the to be fair, Federation. Fontaine would just want everybody to swing and have sex with each other and drink martinis. And Riker would be in on it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Where? Why didn't he think of this shit? I don't know. <laughs> they couldn't air those episodes. No, they couldn't. <laughs> That's season nine uh, Red Shoe Diaries. Yeah. <laughs> Star Trek Red Shoe Diaries. But yeah, um, no, man, I don't, I just, um, I really want to hate this episode and it's so easy just to want to hate, but there's just something that's just to me. And this is just me. And apparently Jenny too, there's just something charming about it. Yes. Yes. I can't put my finger on it. And it's pretty simple. I mean, like Dennis said, it's just an A story. Um, Brigier brings everybody into his holodeck fantasy. And it's just basically like a sixties nightclub in Vegas. And they're watching some, you know, lounge singer, do his thing and they're all kind Frank of cap- Sinatra knockoff. Yeah. And they're all mm-hmm. kind of captivated by it and they're enjoying it and everybody's singing the songs and having a good time. And then um, after he gets done singing, he goes over and says hello to Julian and he's like, yeah, you know, I'm a holodeck or whatever. I'm a fucking hologram. And he knows he's a hologram. So that even makes it weird. Cause he's like self-aware, but he's like, you know, whatever, I'm sure to have a good time. It's just so odd. And he kind of looks at everybody and he reads the room really well. Like, oh, you two are freshly married and you miss your pain in the ass Japanese wife and you two. Uh. And then he just kind of, but then, <laughs> that eats Odo up and he wants to know what's happening because he's in love with Kira because Kira's going back to uh, Bajor to have a meeting with Shakar. And so Odo automatically thinks the worst yeah, that there's going to be some sex going on. <laughs> And so, because God knows a man and a woman can't have, you know, real meetings together without them banging. Why else would she want to go see Shakar? Yeah, right. I mean, she's not an important figure in uh, the Federation, nor on the space station that protects this planet. And he's not the leader of the planet. They're just going there to have sex. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, clearly. You know, look, we're so woke, dude. (laughs) 
We're so women's live. We're so woke. Why would the prime minister of a civilization want to meet with that civilization's representative on a strategic <laughs> military base? Makes no sense. No. I mean, it's got to be for sex because she's got a vagina and he's got a wiener and they go in together like that. Yeah. But sure as far as like how oh, no. <laughs> no. Maybe the women have the wieners. They're into pegging. All yeah. the Bajorans are into pegging. Yeah. <laughs> they are they are very evolved, very artsy. So that could that they is use orbs. The orb <laughs> of sex. It's like Benoit balls. Yeah. I've heard that expression my whole what are they for? I don't even know what Benoit balls are for. I've heard that expression my whole life. Like Kegel no training, right? Yeah. Huh. Here, let me show you. <laughs> <laughs> Hey-oh! <laughs> um, like For murdering Odo your family basically, huh? and killing yourself. <laughs> Chris Benoit balls. Oh, dead is too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Too Not soon enough. Like seven years ago. That was a, no, it was longer than that. Was it? No. I thought we were doing this show when it happened. No. It was a long time ago. Yeah, that reminds me. I have a really great meme. I'll send you guys when we're off here. <laughs> <laughs> um, Odo is basically like just a teenager, though. Like he has no emotional development. He doesn't know how to talk to chicks. Like he's he's just a sad bastard when it comes to that kind of thing. Like I guess technically he's like fifteen years old. Kind of, yeah. Well, so he Quark's, just chooses to look like he's 50. Well, Quark says just the same thing to him. He's like, you're cold and you're distant and you're remote. And he's like, you're not lovable. He's like, you're not the most lovable person in this sector. You're a piece of shit. Basically. But I mean, he's telling him the real truth. And yeah. then I guess, uh, and he's telling him the real truth in a hard, cruel way that only a real friend will do, if that makes yes. sense, you know? Like, that is my favorite thing about this episode is that Quark really is, like they really are friends now. Yes. As much as they don't want to admit it or never would admit it, they, they really are friends. Yeah. And Quark is just laying it out to him, like, dude, you're just not lovable, you know? And he says, well, and then you see, like, the little light bulb go off in his head, and he says, well, I've got a great idea. And then he wants to use the holodeck to hang out with Vic, because Vic knows. Teach me. Teach me how to mack on the ladies. <laughs> Which is so silly. Yeah. But I mean, if you're going to try to learn some game, learn it from a cool ass old lounge singer in Vegas. That's aware that he's a hologram. <laughs> it's so yeah. weird. Yeah. You know? At the very least, you'll get some of his fall off trim. Yeah. <laughs> he is a great wingman. Yeah, no, totally. And the funny part is I was watching this episode with Stephanie and Stephanie just looked at me and was like, there's cameras in there, right? Like you're talking about the Hollow Suites. And I was like, oh yeah, of course, there's got to be, right? Like <laughs> we've all, yeah, it's quarks. There's got to be cameras in there. Of course. Yeah. So at least we're all on board with that one. But um, but yeah, so he goes into the holodeck and tries to learn how to do all this stuff. And he's learning how to swing and play music and lighten up and put on a tuxedo. And it's just, it's sweet. This is like Stubbs and Happy Gilmore. He's like, you got to loosen up, baby. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> well, this is like every movie where there's like the cool guy trying to teach the square guy how to be cool to get chicks. I mean, this is every. At least Vic Fontaine wasn't black. Like, that's true. Mystical Negro. Yes, that's true. That's true. Oh my God, that reminds me. Have you have you watched uh, Astronomy Club on Netflix? No. 
just at least watch the first episode. It's a sketch comedy show. I've heard them on a couple podcasts now. Oh, really? I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Yeah, watch the first episode. There's a there's a Magical Negro sketch. No, oh, I love a good Magical Negro sketch. me the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. It's a great show. I mean, I've only watched like an episode and a half, but, you know. Oh, there's a sequel to um, uh, Children's Hospital on Netflix now, too. That's your jam. Yeah. That's yeah. Oh, was that that medical, what the medical fuck, medical police or something? Or yeah. police, yeah. Dennis loved that show. You came out to like a remote dressed up as the clown. It was creepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome, you mean. Because we knew you, but not well enough for you to show up like a bloody clown. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> uh, I was like, whoa, this guy might be a maniac. <laughs> And you're right. I am. <laughs> but now but now there's a lot of distance between us. So I'm safe. <laughs> you're never safe. <gasps> Don't say that. Back up the kids. We're moving. Wait, what was it called, Jimmy? Astronomy Club. Astronomy Club, that's right. All right. I'm updating my list right now. Are you guys watching that Aaron Hernandez murder show? No, I don't watch no. that kind of stuff. I heard that shit's the hotness, the Aaron Hernandez murder show on Netflix. Everybody be going crazy. He's a murderer. I know that. Yeah, but that's going into the mind of the murderer, bro. I'm not into that kind of shit. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I just saw Twitter was going nuts, and I was like, oh, okay, word. Like, but, I'm probably going to watch Tombstone for the 530th time after we finish recording this. Can't do that. <laughs> that's you the kind of person I am. Podcast. I could I, I could literally do a tombstone podcast. I randomly think about the movie a lot, and one of the things <laughs> I think about a lot is how the uh, like it's some of the best performances by the actors who are in the movie. Like everybody, you know, they always talk about Val Kilmer playing uh, Doc Holliday, but I was thinking like Powers Booth, man, you never see Powers Dude, Booth. Dude, he's like amazing. That. He's incredible. <laughs> yeah, he might even be better than Val Kilmer in that movie. He's yeah, Val, really, really good. Yeah, but Val Kilmer has got all the cool one-liners. He does. But I'm you know. All right, so this is what we'll Curly do. Curly Bill. Curly Bill. He's just amazing. I'm going to make a deal with the Star Trek, the Dork Trek listening audience. Okay, here it comes. Ready? Is that my internet going out or yours, Dennis? It's probably mine. Okay, so we are at 115 ratings for the podcast, okay? If we can get to 150 ratings... For the show, 150, we'll do a review of your movie, of Tombstone. Lower. 150. 150 is a nice even number. Like on iTunes? Yeah, 150 iTunes iTunes reviews. Because we're right now, I'm looking at them right now. We're at 115 ratings. So if we can get, what, 35 more? I'm going to go tell everybody right now on Twitter. 35 go, go, go fucking put a rating and review on iTunes. Write a review on iTunes for Dork Trek and we'll they don't have do, to write it. They just have to rate it. They just have to rate it. But if, okay, yeah. okay. Even yeah. easier. Do a rating for the podcast on Even iTunes. Even one star. Who cares? Yeah, I don't care. I mean, our average is a 4.9. That's pretty pretty. I think we have one one-star rating. And that person sucks. So fuck them. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if we can get to 150 ratings on iTunes, we'll do or we'll we'll talk about uh, Tombstone, which I can tell you guys a secret. I've only seen like half of it. What? Never seen the whole movie. Oh, oh my god, this is exciting! So I'll watch Tombstone, the whole thing. 
that's literally was, something that can, if you're ever feeling down, that can always get you up any day. Is like, hey, I've never seen all a tombstone. I got at least that to look forward to. <laughs> uh-huh. I've never tried it. Maybe I'll try it tomorrow. You know what? I've never seen Tombstone because now it's at the point where I don't even know where I would watch it because it's not streaming anywhere. So like, don't I have to actually physically own it? I'll buy it for you, Bob. You could probably rent it on Amazon. That's true. I I don't rent movies on Amazon. I just buy them because I can't see spending four. Just buy it. I guarantee you will watch it. You'll get your money's worth if you buy it. All right. I mean, I love Kurt Russell. Yeah, Kurt Russell. Yeah, I love Kurt Russell. I mean, it's got all the things that I enjoy. The cast is amazing. But again, I've always, I I really enjoyed Wyatt Earp. Yeah, so I haven't seen it. It's great. I'm sure it's great and long. Oh, it's really long. <laughs> I mean, it's it's Costner at his like most kind Costner-iest. of length. It's yeah, exactly. Like I guess that's the best way to put it. His- Hollywood was just giving him a blank check. At yeah. that time to just make stuff. Mm-hmm. Hey, what do you want to do? A nine-hour movie about Wyatt Earp? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> like, sure. Who do you want to be in it? Everybody? Yeah. <laughs> so take it. Whatever. Basically, he's a dramatic Ken Burns at that point. <laughs> yeah. No, totally. Yeah. Like, making stuff that's good, but it's too long to keep anybody, like, the mainstream interest in it. Yeah. You know? But they're good-ass movies. Yeah, you know, I mean, think of if if you would have made some of those movies like Netflix series that they do now, the guy would be a fucking genius because you could take like some of these long ass movies and just break them up into like two, three episodes. You're like, wow, this is really good, you know. But yeah, but now I've never seen all of Tombstone, and I've always been reluctant to admit that because people are always like, it's so fucking good. So the one thing I would be afraid of at this point is watching it and being like, meh. <laughs> You know? Well, I'll it'd try not like, to build it up too, pretty too much. Be, it'd be like watching The Wire and saying, oh, The Wire, it was just okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, The Wire at this point now, though, is just, yeah, that's what I've heard. It's like it hasn't aged well. Really? Yeah, I've heard that from I've a couple of people. That. The Wire has not aged well. I haven't watched it, so should I, should I even bother? I've I've heard from people okay. that, have, that have watched it recently that it hasn't aged well. That's all I'm saying. I don't understand how it cannot age well. Oh, because... Cell phones, like cell phones. Just completely, what? I'm just telling you what I've heard, man. Don't kill Oh, me. you know what? Uh, Excalibur doesn't really age well because nobody fights with swords anymore. I'm just telling you what I heard, man. <laughs> I don't know. That's so stupid. I'm just telling you what I heard, Dennis. But yeah, you so heard, if we you heard from dumb people. I'm, you know what? I'm more than okay with that. I'm not, I probably- Have you not, not seen The Wire? Nice. No. That's not when I wasn't into TV then at the time because I was drinking and stuff. Yeah, I didn't watch that until my son was born, and then I had a lot of time to just watch stuff. I watched when my daughter was born. I watched Star Trek: The Next yeah. Generation and The Office. I so I didn't have H. That was an HBO show, so like I didn't have HBO for much of my life. So I missed out on like all that shit. Like I'm watching Sex in the City now. <laughs> a word. Yeah, it actually holds up pretty well, surprisingly. Yeah, because bitches be slutty. Like, of course it is. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm going through a slutty phase right yeah, now, so, so, it's, so it appeals it. to me. One, yeah. uh, one enticement of The Wire for you is, I think season two or season three, the theme song is sung by Tom Waits. Oh, that's cool. I'm into that. No, I mean, like I said, I've heard good things, but then people tell me like, oh, yeah, it really hasn't held up. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. Because I've heard it's like peak TV, but then like, I don't know. What do I know? It is. It's good. Well, maybe I'll check it out. I, think I, I mean, it's an old ass show. So if you have Amazon Prime, it's on, it's got to be on that because all the HP, all of the old HBO stuff is on there. So 
So yeah, but yeah. So if, like I said, though, if we get to 150 reviews, not anytime soon. I mean, like as long as we get there. I'm not saying like by next week. I'm not like whenever it. we get to it. Yeah, when we, we get to 150 reviews, we'll watch and review Tombstone because I've never seen it all the way through. So yeah, so there you go. But anywho, where were we? We were talking about Deep Space Nine. It doesn't really matter. It does matter to some extent. I mean, that's what we're doing here, Dennis. Yeah, yeah. He's in the hollow deck, learning how to play <laughs> piano, fakely. And, and he does it fakely, but he really enjoys. Now, do you think is is Rene Arbogenois? He's a, is he a song and dance man? Do you think he really knows how to play the piano? I bet he does. Because he seems like the, that's what I was thinking too. Because he seems like the kind of guy that I bet knows how to play piano. Because wasn't he a song and dance? Man? Mm-hmm. I, th- I can see him as like a stage actor kind of guy, but I don't think, um, I don't know. I mean, he has a wonderful voice. I mean, for God's sakes. I wonder if he was a theater. He was a theater performer. After college, he worked with several theater companies. He traveled between Los Angeles, California, New York, blah, 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 the American Conservatory of Theater. He went to the Brooklyn Academy of Music. The the word piano does not show up on his Wikipedia entry. Yeah, I actually searched for it, and somebody asked him on his like on his personal website or whatever, and it says, "Do you play piano?" Sadly, no, I don't play any musical instrument, ah. especially not the bagpipes. Yeah, the ba- I wouldn't think the bagpipes, but uh, <laughs> his piano play. When I look at Rene Aubergenois, I was like, "That guy plays piano." Yeah, he just reeks class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he did. And he's dead. God rest his soul. I think I'm actually more surprised that he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the way I feel well, about it. Like, what? I will say, this. watching this episode, this was the first time since he died that I was like, man, this guy's dead. That sucks. Yeah. Even though I don't like the episode. He was, I, he was really it good. It sounds to me, Dennis, that you want to like the episode. No, I He like... wants to like it, and we didn't want to like it. Because <laughs> that's, se- that's the second time you've mentioned, like, yeah, I like that. So I think you really want to like the episode. I because no, I you know I had no opinion of it going into it. Okay. Like my dislike of it evolved as I watched it. <laughs> but he was good, and I I liked uh, him and Cork, and I think that's about it for me for liking in this episode. Come on, you didn't like Vic at all. Come on, Vic was okay. Vic was cool. Like I think Vic will once they develop his character a little more going forward because he's I've heard he shows up. Oh, he's coming back! So. Yeah, well, that's exciting. He comes yeah. back in because uh, I was telling Stephanie because she's like, "Why are they doing this?" <laughs> and I was like, "Well, because <laughs> you know, yeah, they're trying." DS Nine to... needs a Guinan type character. The, so yeah, they're... he's going to be Vic Fontaine. They're trying to put somebody together, and I said, then he shows up later in this scenario, and she was like, "Really?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's fucking great." When they bring him back, I wonder the the uh, nog. Yes. Okay, I've seen that parts of that episode. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's wonderful. Like it's it's so poignant and kind of interesting the way they bring him back and the kind of role he plays for yeah. nog. He's dining. Yeah, it's really good. But he's a computer that's self-aware, which is weird. Um, Just like you, 
but he doesn't use his 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 knowledge for evil. He uses them for love. It's like Hitch in space. If Hitch was <laughs> if, if Hitch if, if Hitch was light. If Hitch was made up of like rays of light and and matter, then that would be it right there. If Hitch if, was a light bulb. Yes. If Hitch was a light bulb. <laughs> right. And, uh, not chasing Ava Mendez. Yes. But yeah, everything else though, it's very. That would be cool if Ava Mendez showed up. Yeah. With her sweet boobs. That was the best part of that Ghost Rider movie. I never saw it. I'm the only reason too. Not even Ava Mendez can convince me to watch it. I saw it in the theater. It was hilarious. I'm sure, but like it was so great. Again, Nicolas Cage. Yeah. I'm out. He ate like they made Ghost Rider eat jelly beans for no reason. He just did. Like he always had jelly beans around. Just so silly. Or were they jelly babies? Was he the doctor? I, I don't know. It was just weird. But yeah, so um, uh, they have fun and they talk to chicks and they do stuff. And your boy keeps go- your boy's going there every night now. Odo can't stop going to the holodeck because he wants the hot information. Like, when are you going to give me this info? When are you going to give me this info? When am I going to learn how to romance Kira? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I got it, I got it. Then all of a sudden there's a new singer on stage and it's Norris, but she's like cosplaying some weird other program. What's her, her, her name escapes me. What's her name? And you had? No, yeah, basically, yes. Yeah. Um, a holographic singer, which I don't know what her name is. Um, uh, Lola Cristal is her name. I was thinking Lola, and I was like, that can't be right. That's just too freaking normal. <laughs> and to be I think there was a rapper on Master P's uh, record label named Lola Cristal for a minute there, because it does have that like late 90s hip-hop vibe to it, right? Am I right? Like... Foxy Brown, Lola Cristal, you know, God, I could I see know. it. There was Mama Drama, I know that. Yeah, but I don't. I could Lola see. Cristal. I could see a lady named Lola Cristal rapping a song about eating her pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, come on, Lola Cristal talking about eating pussy. Yeah, I heard dude. somebody say this. I can't remember who it was, but it was really funny. They said, um, you know, like male rapper or hip hop, like men always have to talk about how great they're dicks are and how good they are at fucking and stuff like that and he's like when women do it it's like hey no you don't need to convince us we're already in <laughs> i'm sure it's great that's awesome but yeah lola cristal is her name and so they meet and they start hanging out and this is where the episode gets a little off the rails for me because it's it just seems unethical mm-hmm <laughs> very very this is uh like barclay when he's yeah. making sexy ass yeah uh, what what's the difference yeah there's none but although odo didn't make this that, that wasn't his fault but he went along with it yeah yeah but it just it just gets kind of creepy for me at this point because he's trying to romance like a pretend Kira and like what if Norris walks in right now like what if she shows up and is like what the fuck is going like it just gets a little creepy for me and there has to be some kind of regulations about this because isn't it almost kind of like what they do now with the U-porns where they put people's celebrities faces on bodies that aren't theirs it kind of has that vibe to me what's that oh, called yeah. what's that oh, like There's, the, um, the deep, deep fake. fake yeah this feel this is a deep fake <laughs> and exactly what it is and it's wrong and just creepy and i just it bums me out 
but it's it's weird because it's like it's not even the deep fake it's just Vic Fontaine tricked them both which is in its in its own way creepy as shit well that happens later this is what Odo's first oh, oh, right, right, right. to Lola Cristal and she's doing the lyrics for a song called eat my pussy <laughs> so she's doing that and then um, it's very direct. She's, there's, there's no metaphors there. She's just saying like, you know what? I got no time for that. They've already done that. The, the metaphors, we're just getting right to mm-hmm. it. Eat it. <laughs> eat quotation. my booty like some groceries. <laughs> That's what it says. The name of the song is Eat It in quotations. In my <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this, uh, what was her name? Uh, my neck, my back, my pussy, yeah. and my crack. Yeah, yeah, we're looking at, yeah. We're listening to that one song. Yes. <laughs> All of her songs are about eating her pussy. Every song is about eating pussy. <laughs> they should. Like, I was like, Vic, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> I would love to see Kira come out there. My neck, my back. And Odo sitting there playing piano. <laughs> He's just playing the bass drum. Dude. Okay, look, so now I have a project. I'm going to, like, I'm going to mash up that, that part of the, the show and just put that song over it. All right, do it. That's all Somebody you- do a deep fake of Kira <laughs> working to my neck, my back. <laughs> I mean, we could do it on the holodeck and apparently get away with it. Yeah. Yeah. No repercussions. Yeah. But then Odo gets kind of cold feet and leaves because he doesn't think it's right or whatever. It's not real enough. It's yeah. not. It's not deep enough fake. Yeah, he's like, this would never happen because she doesn't smoke like that and she doesn't talk this way and she doesn't you know, talk to me. <laughs> yeah, if I'm gonna be super creepy, I at least want it to be more realistic, bro. Which is good, I guess. I didn't know how to feel about any of this. Like, it's just also, what's the word I'm looking for? Unethical. Yeah. And weird. I will say, uh, Vic Fontaine's apartment reminded me of the Jeffersons apartment <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that it looked a lot like uh where george Jeff- george and wheezy live all right i'm gonna go back and watch it because i didn't i didn't make that connection but i was mm-hmm. a huge jefferson's fan growing up i wish florence would have come out the kitchen or something that would have been great <laughs> mother jefferson was coming over yeah to break everybody's balls um but yeah <laughs> benson <laughs> who live next door yeah Bentley. Yeah. Bentley. Ben, that's right. It was Bentley. That's right. It was Bentley. God, that yeah. guy was like a pedophile. Oh, yeah. But he was cool. He was a cool British dude, whatever. I guess. He's a cool pedophile. <laughs> He's a cool British dude. Never saw the kids around when he was there. It's true. But, um, yeah, we doing it, man. And then, um, I guess your boy figures out a way to communicate through the holodeck to show up at the temple. Like, I don't know how we did that. This, yeah, this should be terrifying to everybody. Yes. Yeah. He's abusing power left and right with this fucking thing. Like, this is, it's not good to give a computer this much sentience, really. <laughs> yeah, and then he just kind of, and he explained it by just kind of trekking the trek. And the weird part was, Narice wasn't like freaked out about it. She's like, what the fuck? She was just like, leave, I'm trying to meditate. It's like, no, this is really serious. Right. You know? That's, that's one of the things that really got me about this episode is that she just dives into the conversation and is just like, you know what? Just leave me alone. I'm trying to meditate. Yeah. What? A fucking computer <laughs> program breaks into your, your little world that you've built and you find nothing wrong with this. You're just yeah. going to go back to 
She should have only said three things, three words, computer and program. That's it. Yeah. That's the end of it right there. It's like, fuck you. You're invading my, my personal space now. Yeah, it's, it's really creepy. Over. It's really weird. It's really weird. But it doesn't change my enjoyment of the episode. No. <laughs> because, like, I'm still, I'm, I'm like, okay, whatever. He's doing it for all the right reasons. Because he wants to, to get see- Odo laid? He wants to see these two crazy kids in love, Bing. You know, like, <laughs> you got something, Pally. And they just are just working it. And then he and it he, worked though because she said yes. Yeah, and he hacks the communicator to talk to Odo and tells him like, "Hey, come to dinner nine o'clock in the holodeck. I I got the program worked out. It's going to be great." And he shows up and they're having conversation and it's a very romantic and they look very nice. and They're having fun together. And it feels very much like a, a really awkward first date. And, and Odo is, and it's weird because Odo did this in the one episode um, where he thought Nerys died in Caesar again. Remember that episode uh, where he was stuck on the planet, but Nerys died because she didn't oh. get transit oh. or whatever. And like when she he got had, caught in the crystal. Yeah, and he had like the slick back hair, and he kind of used that weird breathy tone when talking to her when he saw her again after he was using that voice here, like, "Oh, Nerys," it's like his weird. He's got a weird romantic voice that just doesn't mm-hmm. for me. Like you, you can turn yourself into a fucking chair, but you can't come up with a better romantic voice than that. Come on, man! Like, figure some shit out. What you got, Playa? He just gets Smoker's voice. Yeah, and it's not even Cool Smoker's voice. It's like. Very well soft. done, Vic. Yes, yes, well, Narisa. <laughs> I dreamed about this dinner for so long. It's like, what? What is happening? I've masturbated to this so many times. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. And they, they have dinner together and start dancing. And uh, Narisa asks him out. It's like, hey, let's go out. Let's have, let's go to a dinner somewhere else. You know, maybe not at Quarks, but you can pick the restaurant. He's like, I don't think we can do that. Because you ain't real. you just a hologram. And this threw me off because, like, I thought the, at the point that she said something that was, like, familiar to him or whatever, I thought he figured it out. I thought No, that that's when like, he was like, well done, Vic. Yeah. yeah he's like, this guy did his fucking research. See, I thought that he figured it out, though. I, was, I thought he was like, oh, he tricked me. This is good job, you he know? Should've. Yeah. Because he he's, he's a smart guy. Like, he figures shit out all the fucking time with all these shady shit that Quark's doing and anybody else on the ship. But this, he was just like, mm, I fucking got tricked. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like he should have figured it out. Yeah. And it really threw me off when at this point he's like, oh, you're just a hologram. I'm like, bullshit. He, he's not fooled. <laughs> no, he fooled. He, he's totally fooled. But then, Trick. like, they, they have that weird conversation. Like, wait, you thought I was a hologram? He's like, oh, Vic did. I thought, uh, and then he gets all weird and it's grumpy and strange and then leaves again. So it's like all that was for nothing. Like, Odo was cool if he was just going to, like, hump some air and light. But right. when it can't. Like, to be fair, Odo's reaction was fine. Like, that would, I would feel pretty embarrassed myself. Would you, though? If that happened to me. Yeah, because you're like, telling your true feelings to this person you've always been guarded around because you think it's not real. And then you find out, Oh shit, that actually is like you sent the email to the wrong person, you know, or the text you accidentally texted the person you have a crush on that you have a crush on them. That's gotta be embarrassing as hell. 
I mean, I, but he'd be more comfortable like like making out with his pillow and saying all this stuff yes. to some really like yeah. at some point you gotta you gotta you gotta drop that and you gotta just But I mean she was going with it. So I mean like at that point, like why wouldn't he just be like cool. okay, I guess this is working. Yeah, let's do this. Because yeah. I mean to quote the cable guy, he who hesitates masturbates. I mean, you got to <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to get in, baby. Yeah. You know, this is your big chance. You'd rather just romance light and air than actually smash for real, bro? I don't think anybody likes being set up by their friends, though. Like, if you confide in somebody that, oh, I really like that person, and then they contrive something to set you up. Yeah. That happened to me before. I didn't like it. (laughs) It's not not a fun situation to be in because you're totally out of control. True. Mm -hmm. But if you're also being a fucking giant loser, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I really doubt that uh, Dennis is like a, a giant loser like Odo. Like Odo's just seriously just being a giant pussy about it the entire episode. Well, the, and this is the thing like, Odo's in the friend zone with Kira. Yes. And so the worst thing that this episode does is give people hope that you can get out of the friend zone. It's like, that shouldn't be, your, <laughs> that shouldn't be what you're trying to do. Like, you should be happy to have a friend. That you we're, can so, we're so trust woke, and dude. We're so woke. But yeah, but in 1997, it was a different time. Like, the friend zone was the place you didn't want to be. And if you, you know, you wanted to get that girl, you wanted to smash, bro. Um, but no, you are right. Being friends is still awesome. Yeah, you know, but like, because like yeah. you take like you take the risk of losing that person as a friend, and if they're really like like that's his best friend, is Kira. Does he really not want to have Rakdigenos and go over the criminal activity reports with her anymore? Quark is his best friend. Well, not really, but you know, they're friends. I mean, I can see the things that happened in this episode possibly could have killed their friendship because that was like a weird, creepy. Yeah like violation of privacy kind of thing but up until then like you know he wasn't like being pushy or anything he wasn't like if she doesn't fuck me i'm not gonna be friends with her anymore (laughs) incel odo yeah yeah. (laughs) i don't understand why none of the cool good guys can't get girls when you look at guys like shikar who total dicks and like they don't know how to treat a girl like that yeah but you know what they have just because i don't have eyebrows noses and ears it's true But I told, but Stephanie and I were talking about that. Not those too. bear claws you have on the side of your head. And we, but we've moved <laughs> so far past that at this point that it's just, it is what it is. Like people can see past their weird alien races, but there is very much a motif, and it's even on the webs, uh, on the Wikipedia page, that I guess AV Club said it does kind of continue the trend of woman falling in love with weird alien. And it is kind of a. She's an alien too. Yeah, but she's very much humanoid, and he's liquid who spends his time in uh, fucking. But you know what? He's solid yeah. in all the right places. But he's. But again, though, like, what's going to happen to their relationship for the eighteen hours a day he has to spend in a fucking <laughs> in a bucket? <laughs> at you least she know? knows where he is. He's you not know? out at the Quarks getting drunk. You know, like uh, honey, O'Brien. I, honey, I can't right now. I got to go to my bucket. You know what happens if I don't go to my bucket? <laughs> I get cranky. Oh, oh, honey, I can't go to your in-laws tonight because I got a, the bucket. I got, At least he's I got not hanging out with his single doctor friend yeah, the in bucket. the deck doing God knows what. The bucket. Oh, honey, I'm sorry. I can't. I'm not going to be able to make it to the kids' play tonight. I got the bucket. Yeah, you know, you know what'll happen. It turns just... out the bucket is the name of the strip club. What can I say? I got to go to the bucket. I got to go. You know how it is, baby. You don't want me to get all flaky. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, I can't make the Chris the war Christmas party this year. Bucket, it's in the bucket. I could bring the bucket, but that would just be weird because then I would just have to carry. Then you'd have to carry around a pail of liquid, and people are going to ask what's in it, and you have to explain that it's your husband. And you know, it's See, now Star Trek fans have a lot of social anxiety, so at Star Trek conventions, there broad generalization. Be, there should just be rooms called the bucket where people can go to get away from being surrounded by so many people. There'd be more people in the like, bucket than in the other places. That's fine. <laughs> I thought you were going to say their that, own little bucket. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that this episode was trying to teach them how to like talk to ladies. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. No, don't don't try and get out of your comfort zone. Those are <laughs> called a comfort zone. And again, Dennis is right. Uh, friends are awesome. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not worth ruining a friendship over a potential relationship. Yeah. And a lot of the times, and I found this out, the crushes are always better than the real things anyway. That's the thing that I've learned. Because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then you find out all their annoying things they do. That yes. You, you can't stand anymore. Yeah. The crush is always better. There was a, I was in love with a young lady who worked at the movie store at the Gene Walters Marketplace. Uh, <laughs> that's how old the story is. For, this is all Virginia Beach. It was, there, was a, there was a grocery store called the Gene Walters Marketplace. And in this, movie sto- in this grocery store, there was a video store. And there was the cutest girl there. She had like red hair dyed red and she liked all these movies and she told me to watch these movies that were all terrible and i rented them and i watched them and they were awful but i I loved her so much and then i heard her talk a lot one day and i was like wow i don't know about this and it's just the word this isn't gonna be but she was so lovely when i just saw her as the movie and then she started recommending all these shitty movies to me and i was like wow Mm. 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 yeah you should watch you should watch boxing helena it's like no i did this movie's awful <laughs> like they, this poor woman they just put her in a box like, what's wrong with you yeah After i'm that. just i'm just gonna say this it's possible to be friends with someone and then smash as long as you don't like set up some weird holographic projection of them and accidentally meet up with them like you could still go back to being friends afterwards it's possible yeah, yeah. There see, is. And here's the thing too: is like when like trying to date a friend is already risky enough, but when you're in a tightly knit group of friends, like it, you relate differently to everybody else in the group after that because yeah, because now you're a couple. Yeah. And then if you break up, then people start taking sides, <laughs> and then it just destroys the whole group. Yeah, and I don't know why they have to put everybody in a couple. Like we've got Odo. I mean, we've got. The Klingon and the the other one over there. They just got married. Orphan Dax. Yeah, let them have their fun. And then you've got the Dabo girl and the other one over there. And then, you know, there's Miles and O'Brien. I mean, Miles and Julian, they're a couple. Let them have They're kind of more of like a three-way with Garrick. Yeah. Cisco and Cisco and Cassidy. Yeah, it's like not everybody has to be a couple. I would have much rather seen a romantic if they were gonna do a romantic episode episode of star trek i would have much rather seen cisco and cassidy yates relationship yeah than Odo and kira we've seen a little bit of that i mean even though cassidy yates has kind of become persona non grata to some extent which is a bummer because she's They're really together enjoyable. though yeah i know but we don't she's not featured as much as i'm as i would like is what i'm saying like i can't remember the last time i've seen her um but yeah no i feel you on that one or even just i don't know just i just yeah she doesn't have to be with anybody but it just yeah, feels like this, this episode doesn't pass the bechdel test yeah it's very much and it's also a very much the the coupling is very much like a, 
fucking you know round peg it, it does not make it, sense at all just does, i just feel like they're just they're catering to their audience this is very much um kylo and uh what's her face <laughs> like yeah. let's just put them together they, come on, but see even it. that like even as much as i was like that doesn't work for me at all this doesn't make any sense but there was a part of me that was just like i like that moment you know like i mean i don't want to it's not it's spoilers been out for like a couple weeks now yeah, whatever it's been, it's been out for a while I liked it. It was like this episode. Like I didn't want to like it, but I. Just, I know you're shaking your head at me. I don't care. Everybody disagrees with me. I understand this. No, the innocent, I, a lot of the internet really enjoys that relationship. And I I've think, seen nothing but hatred for it. I, I'm glad. <laughs> it was like what, like a six second relationship. This was ridiculous, and I was like, yeah, it was. But I, I liked it. I think that's like my favorite relationship to be six seconds long and just I'm done with you. <laughs> yeah. oh, I love you. I'm dead. Right. Your argument, <laughs> your argument is valid, Jenny. I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, part of it too is like, yeah, I killed all your friends, and <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I mean, I know you're about to die, but can we smash first? Okay, cool. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. But yeah, so then. Um, they kind of get together and then they have like that moment that only happens in movies where it's like, oh, well, let's go to dinner. Well, I suppose if we went to dinner, we would go dancing afterwards. After dancing, we should kiss. Well, let's just kiss right now and they kiss. And everybody gets all hyped up. And, Ooh, and that's how the episode ends. And no, then he goes, then they go back to the holodeck and he asks to leave the program running because he wants to sing a little bit and then it's over. Dennis hated this episode. Did you hate it like full on hate? No, I just don't like it. Okay. Like I, I didn't, I was, I was not engaged with this episode at all at any point. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So what do you give it then? Uh, like a 4.5. Oh, wow. See, no. but the thing is, I feel like if this was a TNG it's episode, it would average. get like a six. If no. this was a TNG episode, you'd get, get a six. No. If it was about like, if this was an episode in TNG about like fucking Crusher and somebody, it would get a six. But I think you expect more from View Space Nine. No, I just I I hate this stupid relationship <laughs> and that they forced, you know, a whole forty-two minute episode of just Odo and Kira relationship drama. It's just, right. No, I'm not interested. All right. If it was Crusher and some random person, or if it was a random person, that'd be different. I would have I would have hated it. I don't know why. I just yeah. I don't okay. know why. Like there's always random people that come in and there's romantic interest, but then you find out something about them that changes their planet, the gravity of the relationship. You know? For sixty years. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think? There's at least something else going on. You know, there's no mm -hmm. there's no B story in this. There's no there's nothing else happening. It's just like ugh. I wonder how much they paid for all the licensing of the music. That's another thing I kept thinking the whole time. Like, well, what did they pay for that? Because <laughs> they're singing like all the hits, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, they're standards, so do you... Yeah. Are they, st is, I mean, are they standards? Is Come Fly Away With Me a standard? Like, I think yeah, there probably think has so. to be some licensing that goes along with that, right? There has to be. They yeah. probably wasted a lot of the budget for this season on this episode just from that. Because I wonder what the, I mean, there's got to be some licensing because, I don't know. I'll just, uh, maybe I'll do some. But, you know, it's been used so much 
that maybe the studio already had the license, like an unlimited license to use. That's yeah, maybe like they, a lot of times that stuff just gets reused because the license is in perpetuity or, you know. That's a good point. Maybe, right. Maybe Paramount had the licenses for all these songs. That's why they picked them. Yeah. Could under be. Like, I mean, like maybe that. they like maybe they actually own the songs because I mean I know the lo- that kind of thing happens a lot too. Like where they just buy the freaking song outright. Yeah, these enterprise conglomerates that have you know they they have a music business and a TV business and a yeah. business, so they can just maybe. share licensing amongst each other. EMI, I guess at one point it was owned by EMI when this all came out. So maybe who knows? I don't know. That's something. Uh, but that's the one thing I kept thinking. Like I wonder how they paid for all this. <laughs> I know that's really stupid, but that's just the. <laughs> I get it. That's the kind of thing that I would wonder about. Yeah. So, what do you think, Jay? What do you give the episode? Um, despite the fact that I don't buy their chemistry or their relationship, <sighs> despite the fact that I don't like rom coms, there was something about this episode that I. I just loved it. I mean, there's so many reasons I shouldn't like it. I mean, them arguing and leading into a kiss is problematic to me. That's that's cornball. Yeah, it's so corny. It's so freaking trite. But I I really loved it, and I really got into this episode, and I I hate myself a little bit more for that. (laughs) Um, I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Wow, okay. Yeah, that's, that's really high. <laughs> Dennis is judging, judging you. Wow, <laughs> he's judging I, me so hard. Jenny, I'm shocked. Like I'm like I. Really, I don't know. Wow, I like the episode too, but seven and a half. Wow, I was. Gonna... Jenny, are you trying to get Vic Fontaine to help you with your romantic troubles? Yes. <laughs> it's funny because I was thinking about that. I was like, what, like maybe a month ago or something, we did an episode, and you guys were all like, oh, it's so romantic. I I choked up, and I was like, fuck this episode. Fuck this. <laughs> I gave it like a two or whatever. <laughs> and this week, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I liked it. I don't know. Just, I'm in a mood, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. That's You're awesome. in the mood for love simply because, because of Odo. Simply because you're near me. I really like Odo's in his bucket. I'm gonna say the episode's a six point five. I'm not gonna go as high as Jenny, but I really liked it. Um, it's it's just cute. It's just a cute episode, and like, it's a holodeck episode, yeah. But it's not life or death. It, it's it's building character. It's gonna lead to more stuff. It'll lead to more storylines. Um, there are parts of it that I found troubling, <laughs> but overall, like, I thought it was cute. Like, it was just cute. You know, and I think it was a nice change of pace from what we've been dealing with recently with the yeah. Trek. You know, it was a definitely like a, a light, yeah. you know, kind of episode. Yeah. So. So. So there you go. So yeah, sorry, you, Dennis. I'm sorry, I've disappointed you, you with failed. my character. You, you failed, Dennis. I need to go talk to Vic about our relationship as a podcast team. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dennis, don't be mad at us because we're romantics. And you're just a bitter love, old queen. Love is dead. You're just a bitter old queen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm married too long. <laughs> well, well, that's the episode, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Jenny and I believe in love, and we hope you do too. Dennis, I wouldn't go that far. All right, fine. <laughs> you believe in creepy holodeck stalking. There you go. All right. And it was cool because this episode gave us a good old-fashioned I don't understand, which we haven't heard in a really long time from Odell. Yes. I, was I really love that. Ha- I was really happy. I think it. I actually cheered. It probably went up a full point just for that. <laughs> I was like, yeah! 
Because that was, I don't understand. That was the good old-fashioned Odo. I don't mm-hmm. understand. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's the episode. They guys. put that in there for us. They did. Retroactively. Yeah. <laughs> so they said, you know what? In the, well, cause Star Trek is good at stuff like that. They're good at predicting things that may happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to like Odo saying, I don't understand. I don't understand. And then again, if we get to 150 iTunes reviews, we're at 115 right now. If we get to... 150 we will watch and review um tombstone yes just just because i'm bummed you'll never watch tombstone bob we're gonna watch tombstone i think we can get to 150 reviews it's only 35 reviews but people actually have to go to itunes to do it because like you're not people don't listen on itunes anymore i guess you can do it on the podcast app right I don't know. I'm just saying, I mean, I think people listen on iTunes. I listen to all my podcasts on iTunes. You don't use the podcast app? Yeah, but you can write reviews in the app. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't go to I iTunes. Stitcher now. Uh, well, <laughs> I will say you were right about Zune because everybody rents music yes. now. You, you were right. Yes. Yeah. I'm always <laughs> right. People maybe, never listen to me. Are you I'm know like maybe- Cassandra. <laughs> Cassandra was this Greek lady who was cursed <laughs> with being able to see the future, but nobody ever believed what she said. I just think if you're, if you can see the future and this is the most you're making of it, you're really fucking failing yourself and your family. You need to start reaching out a little bit further with your goals. Well, if people believe me, I'd be pretty successful. <laughs> <laughs> you got to believe in yourself. So, all right. Well, that's the episode, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Uh, putting, getting close to the end of season six. So dig that and Picard next week too so Ooh. yeah I'm excited. Right. excited so maybe if we uh because i plan on watching picard that evening so maybe afterwards we'll do a little chitty chat about it who knows maybe put it up on patreon <laughs> so something to look forward to i guess maybe who knows probably not who fucking cares be careful <laughs> out there i heard there's a spoiler out there for the season finale already Get the hell out of here. Yeah. No way. Like, I guess CBS inadvertently released a spoiler about the finale or something. (laughs) That's stupid. I don't know. I just saw that and I was like, all right, I'm not looking into this anymore because I don't want to know. Again, because I don't want to know. All I want to know is just tell me where and when to watch. And I'm good. I'll I'll figure the rest out myself. You know, I don't need any of that jazz. Mm -hmm. Let me draw my own conclusions from watching it as opposed to breaking down a two and a half minute trailer and going, oh, with this thing, you know that. This. No, man, like, I don't know. I'm good. I'm good. I try to avoid I don't need, that I don't need stuff to, as much as I don't as need possible. to build up a bias that I'm going to later confirm. <laughs> That's a good way to look at it, Dennis. That's a good way to look at it. So there you go, everybody. Thank you so much for listening and have a, a wonderful week and we'll talk to you soon. I don't understand.